Welcome to the Happiness Dude Weekly Podcast, where we help you achieve more and be happier doing it. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Leonard. I'm excited to share with you some of the amazing stories and people like yourself that have found the secret to finding happiness in an ever-changing world. We will share real stories about real people. Let's be inspired as we seek greater happiness in our work and personal lives. Hey everyone, I'm Dr. Mark Leonard and this is my beautiful wife, Becky. Hello. Oh man, we have had an amazing couple of weeks. That's true. Right? Yeah. Things are just on fire. I love fire. Bring the fire, right? It's like, hey, for those of you that are listening on the podcast, just imagine all of the fire emojis just going like crazy right now because that's how we are feeling. And it was all a mindset. Mindset is powerful. Mindset is just crazy, crazy powerful when we talk about the the difference between where you are today and where you want to be in the future. So first, before we kind of talk about some of that, you know, the results of the journey, I I have a question for you. Are you able to visualize what you want your future to look like? And now when I say visualize, pretend you're talking to someone on the phone. Pretend you're talking to grandma on the phone. And she's all, what, what, what'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) And and you're trying to describe your future. Are you able to do it? It's hard. That is hard. That's really hard for me. You're more of a dreamer. Your personality is very much like dream the future. Mine is the like, get it done. So I have a hard time picturing way ahead. Really? I do. I do. Oh, boy. You need to hire a next level executive coach like me to help you on that. Right? Right? (laughs) I think I do. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Forget it. I am not going to coach my wife. (laughs) I found there are certain borders in life. That's not one you want to cross. (laughs) We've We've been married 27 years. It's been pretty awesome. I want to keep it that way. Let's (laughs) let's stay happy. (laughs) Let's stay happy. So, all right. So it's interesting, though, that those people that can really, really visualize their future, whatever that looks like, uh, let's say you're trying to lose weight. Can you visualize yourself skinny? Let's say you're trying to uh, publish a book. Can you visualize what that will look like? Can you visualize... Um, what it will look like as you're being interviewed at the book. Can you visualize talking to to grandma about the topic of the book? Can you really put down into very descriptive language what your future is going to look like? And I have found that when I am working with people, when I'm working with my executive coaching clients, when I'm working with corporations, when I'm teaching, whatever the case is, that those that are more successful are better at describing that future self. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. Dang it. That's work to do. (laughs) Well, no, I think, I think you're right where most people are though. Okay, good. Yeah. So I, so don't be too hard on yourself if you're feeling like you are not as good at that, but it's really, really important to be able to visualize 
what that future is going to look like for you. And then how much time are you spending visualizing it? Now, I'm not suggesting that everyone just sit back and have a kumbaya around the fire and do nothing but visualize what, you know, world peace or what the future is going to look like. Dreaming never gets you anywhere without the doing. And this is why we're married. (laughs) Because I can paint a really awesome picture and you are really, really good at getting it done. Well, thanks, babe. Yeah, babe. So, you like, I dream with you like you dream, I do. Yes. We're good at balance. And we are good at balance. All right. For those of you who are just tuning in, this does not mean that Mark does nothing but dream and Becky does all the work. No. (laughs) It's just our gifts. He's better at the dreaming. I'm better at the doing. But we both do both. Yeah. Yeah. So, you kind of presented a question, though. And I really liked it. I really like your question about, are you married to the results or are you married to the journey? And I I, kind of want to hear what your thoughts are. Oh. Oh. Thanks, babe. I'm like the subject of the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. So Mark was saying we've had a really great uh, few weeks, but I noticed that um, a lot of that for me was because I've had a shift in how I am processing um, my weight loss journey. And I'm going to talk about weight loss specifically, but it hit me the other day that this applies to life. So we'll talk about life in a second, the life application, but I'm going to start with my weight loss. All right. Um, So I've been going to the gym and I've been doing my thing and I've been so focused on the results. And this has been, my health journey has been a long journey. It's been years. Right. Um, but I realized, but I've been going through this, um, roller coaster of like hitting it hard and I can hit it hard for a long time. I think you call that grit, right? Yes. I've got long-term grit. Her grit score is very high. For those of you that understand that her grit score is very high. Right. But also takes you so far. Yes. That's the problem. And so eventually I'm like, well, I'm not seeing what I wanted to see. And so I give up on myself. And that's come in all the stages. Like I had an, a point in my life in like 2008, 9, 10, somewhere in there where I'd lost a ton of weight and I was super healthy, but um, I wasn't where I wanted to be. And that dragged me down so bad mm. that I gave up on myself and I ended up gaining all my weight back. Um, And it was over a course of many years, but it was because I gave up on myself. And I realized the other day, it's because I was married to the results. I was only results driven. So are you saying after 27 years that I am (laughs) the result? Like, this is the best thing. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no. I am married to you and you are amazing. <laughs> but I was also married to the results of my actions instead of being married to the journey. I'm also married to you, babe, for the journey. <laughs> well, it's quite the journey. That's <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that was my problem. And so, and so I've been thinking about this, that um, instead of being so focused on 
what the scale says or what the inches say or whatever it is that I'm focusing on. I need my time and my effort to be focused on the actions that produce the results, that that's what I need to be married to, actions that produce the results. Because the results will ultimately come, and for some of it's a lot shorter than others. Like we're on this weight loss challenge, right? And we have people posting in this challenge, and they're like, I already lost 20 pounds. And I'm like, dang, I lost three, thanks. Yeah, right. And so it gets really easy to get discouraged when you see people that are having immediate results, and then you compare yourself. Big old comparison trap. Oh, that's a terrible trap. You compare yourself to all the results other people are getting that you're not getting. And the reality is you'll get the same results, just maybe not as fast. Hmm. True. So, you know, as you were describing this and as, as you're talking about being married to the results or married to the journey, you know, I'm realizing that that some of us fall into these traps about about that future. And, and although I started this podcast and started this video, for those of you that are watching on Facebook Live or, or watching on YouTube Live, wherever you're catching us, you know, I started with this whole idea of can you visualize your future? But what I have found where that breaks down is when people start doing A, what you just said, that's a comparison trap, or B, they start putting this pressure upon themselves to control things that they have no ability to control. Um, You know, when when I'm working with some of my clients and they're talking about, hey, you know, I'm going to launch my new video blog, uh, blog, right? Or I'm going to write the book or I'm going to launch my new uh, webinar and teaching podcast or whatever, whatever it is that they were doing. So many of them were looking at the results to say, once I get, 50 clients, or I have a hundred people that watch me live or whatever. And they're, and that's what they're so focused on that they actually decreased in performance. What I would rather see someone do. And what the science actually talks about is that internal locus of control, looking at those things that you actually have control over and to focus on the right, or as Covey says, the key behaviors, as you focus on the key behaviors, you're going to get the results, but you have to understand which behaviors will lead to the results that you're trying to accomplish. So instead of, you know, I love it when I'm working with these organizations and they and they sit here and they say, well, we're going to rate our employees. Fantastic. Good. So you're going to put them in a box score. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put them in a box score and we're going to look to see how how effective they are. And we're going to look to see, okay, which ones are we going to keep? Which ones are we going to get rid of? I said, oh, great. The, the, the HR conundrum, right? And you see this happen in organizations all the time. But what they're doing is they're measuring these, these results that are often based on grit. Someone that, yeah. okay, sales teams are perfect for this, right? They yeah. go and they measure and they say, well, we're going to keep the top 10%. We're going to give them raises because they have all the sales. And the bottom 10% we're going to fire because they don't know how to sell. Well, are you actually looking at the behaviors that are allowing someone to either sell more or or are they selling less? And are you looking at the behaviors and measuring how much effort people are putting into the right behaviors that will produce the sale? 
Right. And now I found that to be true with my, my own direct sales businesses. Yeah. That um, when I focus on the end result, then I miss the journey that's, that gets the end result. Right. Well, so, so let's, let's break this down a little bit. I mean, you just brought up, you just brought up some of your direct sales businesses and just by the way, Becky has done a phenomenal job building multiple businesses in her life. For those of you that think, oh, well, this is Dr. Bro, this is Dr. Leonard, he's done all this. Uh, I just want to remind you that this woman right here has built not one, not two, four? You've built four successful businesses from the ground up. But I still get stuck in that same rut that everybody else does. Um, and so I have times where I'm spiking because of sheer grit. Yes. And then I have times where I'm spiraling because I'm um, focused on the results. I lose sight of the journey. I lose sight of the, whatever you want to call it, the income producing activities or the like, whatever it is that you call it for your business, I lose sight of those actions that will get me the results. And so I'm so focused on the results that I lose sight of the rest of it. Okay. I said that in like four different ways, but I think you got it now. I, I think, I think we got it. So, so, <laughs> so let's, let, let's drive this home with, with, with reality. Uh, without naming any of our businesses that we have, because we're not here to recruit very, very clearly. No, we, this is not about recruiting for us. This no. is us talking about the science and what we understand for, for leadership principles. It's the same things that I've done in my academic research, the same things that I teach. Uh, it's the same thing that is the center of my coaching. It's the same thing that we utilize to build our businesses. Mm -hmm. So, you you launched a a business last summer right and it took off like wildfire right we had phenomenal growth in the third, first 60 days okay so then what happened after the first 60 days what what happened a uh, life hit okay vulnerability here let's let, let's talk real um serious depression okay um, and so even though I saw results, I was focusing on what I wasn't getting done, right, which fed the depression even worse. Um, and I gave up on myself and I stopped working as hard and I stopped reaching out to, because that's what happens with depression, right? You stop right. reaching out to people. My best gift, the way that I um, build my businesses is through personal connection, through um just being friends with people, yeah. truly caring about people. But when you have depression and you stop reaching out to people, then you can't build a business. So um, I, I hold up in my house and I didn't do anything. And um, my business has um, suffered, suffered. It suffered the consequences of that. And so much of that had to do with this very principle. So if, if you were to, reassess maybe your next steps because that's one of the things that you and I are always talking about is what is the very mm -hmm. next step that you can take that will get you towards the behaviors, the habits, the results that, that you want to achieve? What would be the very next step that you need to take to help lift your business to the next level? So for me, it actually started I would say this has been a process, but the very next step for me was um, not putting the pressure of the results on myself. So, so how did you do that? Because, because for years and years, 
you have been conditioning yourself to, to look at the way that you measure your own success is all based on your re- results. So how did you make that mind shift? Because it's one thing to say it, but, but is there anything that you put in place to help you get there? Um, okay. I can only tell you what I did and maybe you can change that into the mindset or whatever. But I, so I decided for my business, much of what I do. Okay. Everything that I do is, um, social media based and I stopped going live and I stopped connected, connecting with people because of my fear of failure. So I took the failure piece out of it and I started going live and connecting people without expecting a result. That was what I did. So I started going live and I just started sharing with all of you guys, my life story, what I was doing. And I put my value in the fact that I had done something that moved me in the right direction instead of, instead of putting value in if I had sold something or if I had, um, yeah, like if I had sold something, I'm just, there it is. So um, the selling something was no longer important. The connecting people was the important part. So, so your strength, and, and admittedly, you know, your strength really is and has been for since we were in high school. We're high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we met in high school, and that's one thing that I absolutely fell in love with is Becky's ability to, to really – connect with people and show that she cares. And, and it's interesting because we're starting to see some comments of people that are listening to this and watching this. And they're saying, yes, I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. I have depression. I get it. I've been there too. Mm-hmm. And, and when you work with your anxiety and you became more, more vulnerable about it. And when you became more vulnerable about your depression and about your challenges, Suddenly, people were connecting with you as the human and not you as selling a product. Right. And that's made a huge difference for us. Right. So then the same thing happened with weight loss, going back to the original story. Yeah. Um, I recognized that I was so focused on the losing weight part that I forgot that if I just focused on the things that produce losing weight, that I, that then I'm going to be more happy with myself. Right. I was more happy with myself when I started focusing on, on connecting with people and selling, instead of selling a product and, and with my, my weight loss journey, when I started um, focusing on the going to the gym, the, like the, the having a consistent effort every single day, um, then the pressure was off. I don't need to worry about the weight. It, the weight's going to do what the weight's going to do, but I'm going to keep doing the things that I know will produce mm, that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, ab- absolutely. You know what? Uh, it's funny because I, for me, look, I'm a big guy. Uh, that's often code for, I got some poundage to lose. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because I used to be, a very, very competitive athlete. Uh, I was—I have state records for swimming. I was a cyclist and I would cycle in the mountains of Colorado. And I was down to, 
you know, six, 7% body fat and I was a weightlifter and, and inside I'm still all those things, even though the outside doesn't look like it anymore. And I've allowed many years of this negative self-talk to tell me that's not you. That was never you. You're, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. And so then I, and that talk is all that's, that is a great way to identify if you're focusing on a journey or if you're focusing on results. See, I was telling myself, I'll never achieve result, right? You'll never be result. Yes. And yes. those, those are code words to identify which way you're looking at it. Now, for me, when I began to see and have the shift in my own mind of I'm not successful yet. I'm not fully in shape yet. See, see that yet changes our mindset to then think of this more of a journey. And now I'm spending the time and you could equate this to, to my weight loss, to my, I don't want to call it weight loss journey because that is not what this is about for me. Uh, this it's, is it's about healthy. my health yes. journey. Yes. It's about making better choices and decisions along the way. Mm-hmm. But you can also put this into my next level executive coaching or to the happiness breakthrough program that I put together or to anything else that we're working on is when I was tied to the result. I, I remember launching and saying, I need to have 500 clients. What a stupid thing to say. Well, I mean, it's a good goal. Sure, it's a goal, but I was only focused on the client uh, or getting a client. I was not focused on educating. And that's where my business failed. So as soon as I started focusing on just offering value to the world, Mm -hmm. guess what the world does? They pay you. (laughs) True. It's it's an amazing thing. So I was no True. longer on this path of get a client, get a client, close a deal, close a deal. I'm now on the path of educate, give value. And guess what comes? Naturally. Naturally. And it's more authentic to who we are. And it's more authentic with how everyone else operates too. I why how many of you, and by the way, my boys have been phenomenal car salesmen, but how many of you like, you know, walk on the lot and the first thing you do before you even close the door, someone's knocking on the window and they're all, how you doing? And you're all fine. I'm Let's parking. Close this. I'm, yeah, and they're all, well, what are you looking at today? And I'm thinking the parking spot. Let me get out of my car. Right. I hate that so much. Hey, well, so so we kind of tongue in cheek this whole you know experience of car sales, and and it's a look, it's a great job, and we all need cars, so that's awesome. But when when you walk onto a lot, and they're asking you more about you, getting to know you, what your needs, what are, your what needs are, yeah. yeah. It changes the dynamic of that conversation. It's no longer about closing a car sale. It's about adding value and finding how they can serve you. Yeah. When our businesses shift to how we can serve, what are the pain points that we're offering solutions to, suddenly people are more inclined to purchase with you. True. True. And it, this applies to everything in life. It does. This applies to 
um, your school goals or your um, spiritual goals or um, I, health goals. I, what yeah. else? Everything, I mean, everything in life is all about a journey. It's not about a result. Yeah. And that's hard because I am futuristic. I'm competitive and I'm results driven. There you go. Um, I am extreme on all of those things. But I found when I focused on that, I had I had success. I just had less success because well, I was focused because I was carrying a burden in my heart and in my mind that really weighed on me. Yeah. Right. So that's um so your gifts give you the vision. Yes. So I mean it's not that those things are bad. No, they're not. Um they drive you. Oh, very much so. So Thank goodness for that. Thank goodness we balance each other on that, right? So so we've been sitting here talking about the difference between results and journey. And the journey is, is where it's at. You know, you have the old adage, um, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a singular step. So our challenge to you this week is what is your next step? Whatever journey you're on, just what is your next step? What is the very next thing that you can do to make progress towards that journey? Mm-hmm. We're all on a journey. We're all on the path. By the way, here's the awesome thing. It doesn't matter when I'm coaching a millionaire or coaching someone who is coming from poverty and trying to build their homegrown business. I have found the habits are exactly the same. Those that succeed internalize those next steps in their journey. Agreed. All right, you guys. So focus, focus, just focus on the activities that will produce the results. Absolutely. It will come. It will come. In its own time. Hey, thank you everyone for joining the Happiness Dude. I'm Dr. Mark Leonard. This is my wife, Becky. Make sure that you go check us out either on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website, thehappinessbreakthrough.com. We've got lots of great things that we want to share with you. And also, if you are looking for uh, a next level executive coach that's going to help you get to the next level, let me know. I am here to help you, and I'm only taking a few clients. I'll actually talk more about that in a future episode, but we are here to support and watch you grow. That is the value that we want to offer, is we want to help other people be more successful. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Happiness Dude Podcast. Please share this episode with your friends and also go in and leave a positive rating for us wherever you're listening to this podcast. We want to make sure we get out the message of achieving more and being happier doing it. Together, we can raise the world's happiness one person at a time. Also, make sure you head on over to thehappinessbreakthrough.com where you can learn more about my next level executive coaching. That is where I work with you individually to create a personalized plan to help you get to that next level in your life. As always, have a happy and fantastic day.